0: I haven't watched too much hockey, but watching the Canucks, it was like, "Is this gonna be the same old shit that we see every year?" And
1: Uh, I'm gonna say right now, yes, yes, it is, and you're gonna about to see why. Fuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was like you trying not probably.
2: It's episode 127 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast, presented by Blue Wire. It's your boys, Hayden and Jevin, and we welcome on recurring guest of the show. Good man alert. Nice beard. Had trouble uh, getting into his uh, iPad with the audio, so rookie mistake. I Tanner like Rennick, how's like it going, bud?
0: feel like a 48-year-old grandpa trying to figure out these goddamn zoom meetings these days
2: (laughs) you playing on that game boy over there
0: yeah like dad am i supposed to connect to facebook (laughs) this goddamn interweb
2: (laughs) where are the fucking predators like dad it's a group chat with my buddies okay
0: is this gonna get me a virus yeah probably
2: tanner how you you doing bud
0: Good man. Good to be back on the show. It's been a while. I feel like it's been at least a, at least a year, right?
2: I think the last time you were on, we were previewing the NFL playoffs or something. No, you were on for um Hockey free Lester. agency. You are on for yeah, free yeah. agency.
3: Yeah, that was it. Um,
2: but yeah, it's been a while. You're back. Uh, you just recently went on a hunting trip. Did you not? Yeah. How was that? Uh,
0: went on a couple recently. Um, first trip saw a lot of elk. Nothing legal, but you know, it's the way it goes sometimes. And then, second trip, uh, missed a couple deer, so felt like an absolute dickhead, but it's the way <laughs> it goes sometimes. And typical, you know, it's still good to be out there, though, still love doing it. So, wouldn't trade it for anything better than a day of work, right, boys?
2: It's like shooting a 120 Heck on yeah. the course, you know, you're there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Any day golfing is a better day than working, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's the same. Any day doing something you love, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. I always say, fuck this game, I quit, and then I stripe one down the fairway. I'm like, yo, this is the best day ever. I'm right back, baby. (laughs) Just takes one shot. You're literally like like,
1: on 18, you you shoot like a 120, but you birdie 18, you're like, I'm coming back, boys. (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: a good day. (laughs) You know, I just got three nines in a row, and one of them was a par three.
1: It just took me 17 holes to get ready, you know?
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: I just came out for a Mm -hmm. hole. You know,
0: through, through your putter in the creek three holes before.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> putting with your sixty degree. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man, but I just went golfing. I was golfing at Mountain yesterday. It's a good time. Nice little early morning tee time, seven fifty. It was nice. Shot eighty nine, but first time there, I'll take it. Nice, I boy. Oh, two on one.
0: Three on one. Insane. Dude, if the Canucks lose this game, I might.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Go postal. I think right. you're ahead
0: of me, Jeb. I
1: I'm ahead, like of all.
2: Hayden's oh, ahead of go. me. Two on one. Oh yeah, oh. he's behind. Yeah,
1: I, you're way behind. There. <laughs> Holy. Hayden's
2: There's ahead of, of. me. Oh
0: God, two on zero. Three,
2: Three on zero, bad. <laughs> Holy. Hayden's ahead of me, and I'm ahead of you.
0: I feel like I'm watching in China. Yeah. (laughs) Holy fuck. That was
1: hilarious.
2: Time zone's way too, literally. You're in fucking Langley, Hayden's (laughs) and Pit. Pit
0: I'm just just scabbing off your parents' jaw count, so. Dude, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Fuck that. I ain't paying for cable.
2: Yeah, fuck that. Are we on the Sportsnet app? Because that's what I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. Sportsnet, Sportsnet app. Anyways, no. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, watching the Canucks game in overtime right now versus Columbus. Uh Vancouver blew another lead. Naturally, it's three three in overtime,
0: <laughs> and
2: yeah. So, uh, okay. Before
0: we get started, though, sorry, Jeff. If the Canucks are gonna do this every game and just blow leads, I might as well start betting on the other team to come back. That way, if they lose, oh, then at least I'm profiting from their fucking shit. Ability to sustain a lead.
2: Exactly. You're I, uh, uh,
0: hedging out your
1: happiness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did uh, that on the weekend. Too.
2: <laughs> um, recurring guest of the show, uh, Michael Bartner, and on hockey on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. He's started this like sports betting trend to kind of grow his brand. And he's like, I'm betting, like, making one bet a day and I'll track my records and stuff. And I, he's 0 4 right now. Oh. And I uh, I messaged him. I was like, "Can you bet Columbus money line so I can fucking so my team can win a game, please?"
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate it.
2: Yeah, otherwise it's like a win lose for one of us. All right, I my team wins and you lose your bet, or you win your bet and I just lose. <laughs> so <laughs> please, just bet Columbus money line. I need it. But uh, well, I guess we'll just kickstart with the NHL. Week one is done, and. There's just a lot of storylines happening. Uh, Toronto's goaltending that's was gonna uh, everyone knew that was gonna be a problem from the get go, and it already is three games in. Um, they just got gassed by Arizona naturally. Um, <laughs> I think that's like 20 years in a row, Arizona's gotten at least a point in Toronto, so that's hilarious. Um, Stamkos and Crosby are fucking like top three heart right now. Just is it like two thousand eight, two thousand nine again? Because they're just tearing it up. They're turning back the clocks. Canucks can't hold a lead. Um,
0: <laughs> the NHL is in full swing. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> sort of forgot how to play defense
2: and goaltending. <laughs> and goaltending. Dallas is proven everyone wrong, a lot a of people had a miss in the playoffs. Now they're undefeated, sitting at the top of the central. Shit I'm is just sure it looks like a beast, insane right now. But Tanner, what are your thoughts after the first week of the NHL season?
0: I mean, it's so hard to judge after like only like what three, four games. But I feel like I need like a ten game sample size to like figure out where m- most teams are at. But I mean, like I haven't watched too much hockey, but. Watching the Canucks, it was like, is this gonna be the same old shit that we see every year? I'm gonna
1: gonna say right now, yes, yes, it is. And you're gonna
0: about see why.
3: That
0: was like, you timed that probably perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, did you already know too? Yeah,
2: yeah, I was trying not to say anything though.
1: Oh, my God,
0: man.
2: We got a point. We're on the <laughs> yeah. board, boys.
0: Yeah. Fuck. But I love to see Ovi getting some goals early. I mean, I, I would love that guy to beat Gretzky's record, so he needs to keep that going.
2: Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, who did you – who was kind of like your – uh top teams going into the season who did you like winning it all Who is your kind of cup pick going in
0: uh i like the rangers a lot uh i liked them a lot last year and i think they didn't really lose too much from last year and just their goaltending is top notch so i just think any team with the top notch goaltender these days is gonna go far when it comes to playoff time um obviously colorado still a goddamn wagon so we can't forget about them
2: yeah yeah, I had the Rangers in the President's Trophy because I just felt like they're going to be like one of those teams going forward, just going to be a top of the league team. And I think that Eastern Conference Finals run was a kind of the start of that. It was a big start, but I think it was the start of that of them being like a serious contender. But um, let's talk about the Vancouver Canucks because I mean it's a Canucks Central pod. And they are now 0-3-1. They just lost to Columbus in overtime after blowing a 2-0 lead, uh, naturally. Uh, Positives right now. We'll start with the positives before we kind of go balls deep into the negatives. Uh, Pedersen. Body looks really good. He has three goals in four games. He has, like, 18 in his last 20, dating back to last season. And Kuzmenko, what are your guys' thoughts on him? Early start to the season. uh, There's a lot of hype surrounding him. And a lot of questions on whether or not he would adapt to the North American style. Uh, What are your guys' thoughts on Andre Kuzmenko um, four games into the year?
1: I think he's finding his footing. And... Uh, not this game, but last night's game in Washington, you could kind of see him fill out his uh, his skates, so to say, and actually make some good plays. He had that really, really good assist, but it was honestly like a shot, and then just a better tip by Lazar. Uh, but honestly, it's it's good to see him. He's flying around, and what is he's on like line two, right? Yeah, I think,
2: I think he's I think is
1: with um or is he third line with with Lazar and. Uh...
2: I think he's a Pedersen. Is he with Besser? No.
1: Is he with no, I thought he was on Lazar line, right? Maybe he's his a,
3: second line. Maybe second line.
2: Is he with like Horvat? Is it Horvat, Besser, and Kuzmenko? Ah, fuck, I can't remember. I can't remember what the lines are exactly.
0: I can search it up right now. They've right sort of now. been they've sort of been shuffled a bit too since yeah, been getting back in. So
2: yeah, um. No, but I totally agree. Uh, Kuzmenko's looking really confident and looking like he belongs. I mean, it's much different than like an 18-year-old coming over from Russia and playing in the show. Like, he's 26, so he has some experience playing professional hockey. So I would expect him to kind of adapt to it pretty quick. But I don't know. His shot looks good. He's making plays that like a longtime nhl -er would, and. It seems like he has, he's not making like any selfish plays, which is, um, which is good to see. And he's he like, was kind actually
1: of, on line one tonight, Jeff. Sorry to interrupt you, but he was line one.
2: Yeah. I, I think he started on line two at the start, but like Tanner alluded to, um, they kind of had to make some changes since we were mm-hmm. like 0 and 3. So, but Tanner, what have you liked, um, from the Canucks? I mean, I know there's like minimal to be happy about, but, what do you uh, like from the team so far?
0: I mean, coming into this year, I was super excited for, like, kind of the changes that being from the top, like, management, everything change, and then just being able to dump, a, a, like, not a lot, but a little bit of cap and pick up some guys that are kind of like guys who – younger guys who can make an impact, not so much the Benning way where he would get guys who kind of tail end of their career almost, right? So I did like those moves and then, um, I mean, I love that Kuzmenko right away, I felt like the first game of the season, he was like right in there, like totally noticeable, right? Yeah. A lot of those guys kind of are a bit overwhelmed coming over the, the show and just don't really adapt. I mean, you've seen it with gusev right? Like he just, he was one of those guys that played in the K forever and just never, never kind of really stuck around. So it's good to see, and I think I think this time goes on here, because Manko like sky's the limit, man. I think this guy could really be a big piece for the Canucks, and I love seeing him kind of already uh, making contributions early on.
2: Yeah one one thousand um, percent. You can even like even like behind the scenes and stuff like that. He's making good relationships with the boys. He's pretty. He's great with the media, and I think that just goes a long way with building morale in the dressing room. So I think sooner or later i i hope is from deep down positives that he things kind of start gelling more and more with our offense but right now like kind of leading into the negatives i mean we're the first team to lose first 3 games of the season when leading by multiple goals and when you have that st- labeled to your team like that is terrible and our power play we've Given up more shorthanded goals than we have power play goals, um, it's just like we stop playing after the first twenty minutes.
1: I I wouldn't say twenty. I'd say forty because it's almost like as soon as the third period hits, and that's actually the stat I was telling you yesterday, Jeff. The Canucks, like in the third period, are outscored seven to nothing.
0: Yeah, they just scored their first goal tonight on in the third period. Which like that
1: that's unacceptable. Like that's closing a game right there, you know. That's that's complete like if it's football terms, that's completing a couple first downs on a with five minutes to go in the game, you know. Like you gotta close out big tight games and they're just not doing that. But the first forty minutes, they're looking electrifying. They're looking like they
0: can't be stopped. (laughs) Okay, tell me if I'm crazy here, but like our teams just making a like the Canucks play a super aggressive game. So are the teams just making adjustments after those first two periods or first half of the game to where they're taking advantage of the mistakes the Canucks are making? Cause I feel like, I don't know. We, it doesn't feel like watching the game. We're playing that bad defensively. It's just like, does Roudreau need to make adjustments mid game after we get a lead? Right. Yeah. Are we still being too aggressive?
2: I think we get stuck puck watching. There's so many instances in the defensive zone where backdoor passes or backdoor rebounds or the guy has no one in a freaking like three foot radius around him, and he just has a wide open cage. Like Demko hasn't helped us out, but we also haven't helped him out. Like Mm -hmm. we've been hanging him out to dry multiple times. And we just have to figure out be way more disciplined, and sticking to our zones and our man, because like the OV or like the game against Washington, John Carlson was wide open, and Ovi had the puck, and I think Oel Horvat and like one other guy were stuck, were all zoned in on him, and that freed up everyone else, and Carlson was wide open back door, and he scored. And so I think we get stuck puck watching and we get way too committed and we take our foot off the gas. I just feel like we play too conservative, but like, it's a matter of like, I don't want to make any mistakes to turn it over where it's like, we're not generating enough chances to keep them on their toes. And so it's just like we're constantly playing defense, and sooner or later they're going to find a way to break through if they're given enough chances. Yeah. So we need to – like our power play, we just need to start shooting more. Hughes needs to put it on net more. I,
0: our power play, we need to change the plays we're running because the one-timer to PD is like so predictable these days. I feel like every goalie is expecting that play. And even that, like, the bumper play to Horvat, Yeah. Those are, like, the only two plays I ever see.
3: Yeah,
2: 100%. Like, do, uh, like, what Edmonton ran against us. They did the down to the goal line, up to the bumper, and then across back door. Had the Canucks in shambles when they did that. Mind you, it was, like, Dreisaitl and McDavid running that, and they're the two (laughs) of the best players in the world. But, like, Horvat, like, Miller should, like, run a bumper to Horvat, but he should dummy it and go straight over to Petey or something yeah. like that. Like, mix it up a little bit. There
0: needs, there needs to be more variety because the amount of times I've seen fucking PD one-timer and the goalie's right there to save, it's, like, unbelievable.
2: And, Hughes, if you're going to tee Petterson up, don't put it in, like, way back in his stance. Put it where you can actually have a chance at shooting it because you yeah. try to set PD up, like, four times in one power play, and one of them connects because Patterson actually has a chance at one time in it, whereas the other ones aren't really set up on a tee from.
0: I feel like a lot of the times the Canucks really don't take what the teams are giving them. They're mostly so just trying to do what they practice almost, Yeah, which is super frustrating to watch because you can totally see it.
2: Like, I 100% agree because Patterson or Hughes or Horvat. They have so much speed coming up, and they drop past it, so they just hold the blue line. But if they just kept that speed up, they could probably break through like at least three of those guys and have like a one-on-one or something like that, and even just get like a shot on net.
3: Mm-hmm. I but
2: it. I feel like we always limit ourselves to like the top part of the zone, and that when we do that, we're more susceptible to turning it over, and it's an easy out for the defense. Like we got to yeah, get. I
1: completely agree.
2: We just got to keep the puck deep on the power play and limit their chance of an easy out. And when we do that, it's we're more susceptible to having an odd man rush going the other way against us shorthanded because we have one defenseman back and then four other guys are up top. Right.
0: We have Quinn Hughes back. who has been on the ice for four minutes. And is absolutely gassed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, we got, we just, like you said, we have to take what they're giving to us instead of trying to do our thing every single time when it's not working. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, is it too early to panic?
3: Oh, yeah. Much too early. Oh, yeah. It's, what, we still have 78 games to go, you
1: know?
2: <laughs> We're fine. It's just annoying. when. It, what's pissing me off more is, like, the, the giving up the leads.
0: Yeah, it like, definitely makes it way harder to watch. Yeah, I agree.
2: Because I, as soon as Horvat scored the shorthand goal, I didn't even celebrate. I'm like, I'm not celebrating until the fucking game is over. Because I just need to know that I'm celebrating for like a lead that we can actually keep. Prove to me that we can hold this lead. And then next thing you know, no lead. Like we lost. And obviously, leads are going to. Um, dismantle for a team, but if you're doing it four games in a row, how can we trust you? Like, how can any game be enjoyable to watch?
0: Yeah, it's tough.
2: So I like we're showing that we can score, but we're showing that like we can't keep up our pace of play, so we can easily get rolled over by their opponent.
3: So yeah, yeah there's got there's got to be adjustments and. Hopefully there will be soon.
2: Yeah, hopefully it works out. But um, Kuznetsov uh, absolutely took the hammer to Burrow's face uh, with a stick, got suspended one game. Um, What were your guys' thoughts on that play, and is one game enough?
3: I think one game is enough. It was kind of... It's kind of like not funny obviously it's
1: never funny to see someone just get slapped in the face like that but it was just like whoa what the hell (laughs) you know (laughs) like why why did that even happen obviously you know guys are gonna be guys sticks are flying everywhere but like gotta keep your head on a swivel you know you don't know who's gonna just be flinging their uh their stick right at your face
0: (laughs) Yeah, just kind of unfortunate for Burroughs. Yeah, literally. Yeah.
2: That is one of the more psychotic plays I've ever seen in my life. Like, Burroughs didn't do anything to him. He was just no. like... And then Kuz... <laughs> Kuznetsov just turns and full-on slashes him in the face. And it's like, that is so out of pocket to what happened to you.
1: Was there a penalty called on that play? I can't remember if there was.
2: Yeah, he got a two-minute high-staking penalty.
1: Oh, yeah. There's... Really, there's no blood on that play. There
2: yeah, was there no was. Blood. Yeah,
1: there was no wow. blood. That's why I didn't remember or didn't recall if there was actually a penalty because yeah. I didn't see like the arm go up right away or like delayed call, and I was like, "Ah." Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there was a penalty. <laughs> okay. I think I think it should have been like two or three games because there was intent, and it could have been much worse than it actually was. Um, I th- yeah, I think two or three games. It should have been, but I'm just happy at least got something. Um, but, anyways, uh, Matt Murray, um, Leafs goalie, put on LTIR because he's to miss four weeks with a lower body injury. Are um, the Leafs in trouble? Because as soon as this happens, they lo- they lose to Arizona. Tanner, I'll go to you first.
0: Dude, Matt Murray sucks. That's brutal. <laughs> What were they thinking signing that guy, man?
3: I have did no they idea. They traded for him? They traded no, for him, yeah. Did they? I
1: thought they signed yeah. him. Oh, fuck. Even that was worse.
3: Signing. But, what? like, I don't get how
0: the Leafs management doesn't see that they're not going to get the job done. They're already not a strong defensive team. They need a solid goalie. Go out and spend the money. I mean, They don't really have the cap, but they had to know the writing was on the wall that this was not gonna be the answer.
2: Yeah. Hundy. I totally agree. Do do you think they need to risk put up one of their bigger players to like get some goaltending back? But like is so highly praised in this league that it's gonna be it's hard to get like a good goalie so that's why you got to take advantage when you have one should they have re put the money away and re-signed Campbell instead of letting him walk
1: Would Campbell got five times five I think right yeah but then again Campbell doesn't even really look like a like I know Murray's not good but I mean Campbell in his two games that he's played he's allowed like what like eight yeah. goals nine goals
2: yeah he doesn't look much better
1: yeah so it's kind of a, a tough situation for the Leafs. And honestly, I thought Murray could have revitalized his his career in Toronto, especially with how high-powered Toronto is. But this just ain't it,
0: especially now going on LTIR. Dude, so. Matt Murray was in the AHL last year, was he not?
2: Yeah, I think so. In Ottawa? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, yeah, I think it think was. was you know? It was either last year or two years That's ago. That's
1: Brutz Magoots. Yeah. Yeah, it I, definitely I, is.
2: I do agree with Hayden that he could have re- revitalized bounce, it. Like, bounced back a bit? Yeah, like, it's it was hard to get any worse than he was in Ottawa. So, like, on that spectrum, I think he could have bounced back. But I definitely didn't think throughout the season that this would be, like, good at all. Because I don't think Sam Samsonov is... Um, much of an upgrade either if any um in a, in comparison to Matt Murray so like i think instead of like a 1a 1b they got like a 2b 2c type of scenario <laughs> going on they ain't even That's good right. enough for 2a so yeah i i have no idea what's going to happen with this um they got Shawgrin or Colgren or whatever his name is from um the Marlies. And he gave up four to AZ. So, yeah, Toronto's, Toronto's in shambles. But it'll be interesting to see how they play forward. Um, I got five overreactions. And you're going to tell me what you think of them. Uh, Minnesota will miss the playoffs due to their goaltending and defense. False.
3: They're going
0: to turn it around. They'll figure it out.
3: Uh, I have to say false too. I, I have a,
1: too much faith in Flurry as I dropped him in fantasy today. <laughs> I just need actual points, but I uh points quickly. But I do believe in Flurry and the wild.
2: Yeah, I think they'll I think they'll make the playoffs. Um at some point things gotta turn around. I think their defense is good. They're just underperforming right now. Like I like Brodeen, um Spurgeon. Dumba, I like what they got back there, um, but Flurry does need to start playing like an act, actual like NHL goaltender before things get really really messy. But, um, like again, it it's early on. Central is a bit on the weaker side in terms of the divisions in the NHL, so I think I, they can afford to start off slow. Um, unlike the like the likes of, um, Colorado, Dallas, and Nashville, and St. Louis, I guess. But like, I think they're good enough to overtake uh, a couple of those teams. But they just Flurry needs to start playing competent. Um, Pittsburgh is a Stanley Cup contender.
3: Yes. Even after losing to Montreal, I.
1: uh I don't know. There's something just about their first two wins that seems so
0: convincing. Obviously, six two, six two will do that to you.
2: <laughs> yeah, Tanner.
0: I think you're always in it if you got Crosby, Malcolm, Latang, all the boys.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think they're Stanley Cup contenders this year. Crosby's turning the clock back. I mean, like the clock was never like he he never really slowed down. Um, Malkin's never really slowed down. It's just injuries have held him back. But when he's healthy, he's always, like, point per game. Jake Gentle doesn't stop. Ricardo Raquel, that contract's starting to age pretty nicely. Um, Tristan Jari has solidified himself as one of the better goalies in the league. Casey DeSmith is no slouch either. So just like Pittsburgh is always, like, maybe third spot in the Metro kind of thing. But I really think that they can go on a deep playoff run if they continue to play anywhere close to this.
0: I think it's just gonna be more a more matter of if their depth can help out when they need to help out, right? That's their biggest thing. Is you can't rely on Crosby, Malkin, twenty four seven. You got to have those guys chipping in once in a while. So, yeah. if they uh, if they help out, then I think they should. Yeah, they they're definitely making playoffs. No, they'll, they'll make a good push.
2: Uh, Boston can win the President's Trophy despite um the McAvoy marchand injuries.
3: I don't think so. Mm-mm.
0: It'd be There's hard too, to. Too many other good teams out there. Mm-hmm.
2: I think they can, man. I I honestly think they can. Bergeron and Krejci are playing unreal. Even like Krejci, despite taking a year off loan to the. Going to Europe, Pasternak is playing out of his mind right now, and they're getting Marshawn and McAvoy back at like the end of November, and they're three and I don't know what they're they're three and zero right now. They lost. Um, they lost to Ottawa. Yeah, beat so, them
1: Ottawa one seven five.
2: So like they still scored seven, despite letting in seven. But like I truly think that they can be a serious like top team in this league this year. And anything could happen when you're up there. If they can keep scoring like this, their depth is playing really well right now. It's just once they get McAvoy back to sure up that defense, and they only they're scoring all or putting all these points on the board, um, even without their second, third best player and Marshawn, I think they could be really scary come Christmas time. So it will be interesting here. Uh Vancouver will be contending for Bedard.
3: Oh man. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> that's, that's such a
0: 50-50 right now. Just looking at the first four games. So two, like, I feel like Arizona and who's the other team I'm missing right now? Well, oh, the Kraken, or like I feel like they're they're too bad to even make a push. Are the Kraken, the new uh Edmonton. Getting why top, do
3: you
1: say that
0: getting top picks oh i guess <laughs> yeah i mean shane, shane right this nobody, year nobody will ever have it as good as edmonton had it but yeah i think no. that was that was their plan from the get-go anyways so
2: i think edmonton had what like four first overall picks on their team at once didn't like, they
1: get like six in a like six top five picks
2: like they um,
3: had at one they point chance. they had like McDavid,
2: Taylor Hall, Nietzsche and Hopkins, Yakupov. Was he on the same team as them? I think he was. He
0: was the first overall.
2: Yeah, I just don't know if like he was on the same team as them. But like the Everly was like top five or like top ten. Like they had so many like elite prospects, and they were just never did anything with them. But they had Drysital as well. He was third overall. Man. Fact that they're just starting to like beak up contenders now is insane. Um <laughs> Dallas will go on a deep playoff run.
3: Yes. Expand without, without what? I said
0: expand, Hayden.
1: Oh, okay. Uh I think yes, just because of how Ottinger's playing. Like Ottinger's being an absolute wall right now.
3: <laughs>
0: well, he was in playoffs too, man. He was a freak. Exactly. Didn't he like stop like sixty shots against Calgary? I think I think it was more than sixty. I was like seventy shots, something like that. It was yeah, and he only let in like what one or two goals. Like that's that's.
2: I think it was like three. I think they lost like three two in overtime, or like triple overtime, or some shit.
1: Yeah, whatever it was, like that is unreal goaltending, and obviously in a league where we were just praising goaltending, Ottinger could be that guy. (laughs) Like he. He could be he could be top 3 goalie this year.
2: I mean, he's certainly playing like it and he showed it last year and they got him on a bargain too. He's just making over like 6 million dollars right now. Um I think a deep playoff run I don't think they're making Western Conference finals, so I think they can definitely get to the second round, but I don't think they're going any further than that. Um I just think at some point their forward group is going to slow down because they don't really have much else outside of Robertson, Hints, and maybe Pavelski. But like Jamie Benn again isn't showing anything. Oh, it's
0: been brutal the last few years, man. Yeah,
2: and he's I think he's making like twenty oh. sheets this year. Some some crazy and like actual cash, like signing bonus and like annual uh, salary. It's insane, but. I mean, I do like their defense with Heiskanen and Lindell's playing better, but I just don't think this can like last. I, agree. Their, I feel
0: like I feel like they could get into playoffs and then they get swept first round type thing. Yeah, maybe not swept because Anders a freak, but
2: yeah, I agree. All right, um, That's kind of all I got for um, the NHL week one's been exciting. Lots of lots of exciting games. Um. But
0: still, a lo- long way to go. So, yeah, still a long ways to so go. Be interested to see how things kind of go here. But
2: canucks love play, that
0: the NH- love that the NHL is back.
2: Yeah, canucks play Minnesota on Thursday. How do we think that's going to go?
0: Score burner. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it's going to be Not... like bet the over. <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> could be like a five four game. Watch, huh. it'll be a one nothing now that we said this. Canucks blow four one lead. Lose five
2: four. Yeah, I bet the over. I'm gonna bet the under though, because <laughs> <laughs> nothing I say comes to fruition.
1: That's true. So bet the Dallas Stars to win <laughs> the Stanley Cup this year.
2: Uh all right. Um, let's uh let's kick it over to football, both Canadian and American. All right. Someone
1: um, play Fox uh, sports theme music right now. Let's get her going. <laughs>
2: I get forget those, which one that is.
1: Get those trumpets.
2: <laughs> no, we'll
1: we'll actually kick it off uh in the CFL first. Uh we haven't touched on the CFL mostly because
2: some syphil syphilis.
1: Yeah, mostly because the Lions haven't been uh winning as of late, but they've kind of turned it around uh in the last couple of weeks here. Uh got a huge win over Winnipeg. Uh Winnipeg is Grey cup favorite they just re-signed zach galaros to a, a three-year extension uh he definitely is going to be winning back-to-back uh mops most outstanding player and uh yeah but the biggest news uh nathan rourke back practicing this week for bc let's go not playing this week in edmonton uh fan, fun stat about being an edmonton elks fan uh, Just guess how many days it's been since they've won a home playoff game. Tanner, you can be in on this, too. I'm not sure if you watch a lot of CFL stuff, but.
0: Fuck no, but I'll throw a guess out there. Yeah,
1: yeah. throw a guess. Guess how many
0: days. Since they won a home playoff game or just won a home, game? won a home playoff game.
2: Fuck. I'm going to go with.
0: You go first, Jeff.
2: I don't even know what number makes sense. Um, Is this like. Absurd. Even can't even Absurd. counting, I'm gonna go like 1,800 days.
0: Fuck me, you're going that high. I didn't think it'd be that high. I'll say
3: this, it is lower. My guess was
1: gonna be like 950 days. Oh uh, well, if you said that Tanner, you definitely win. Uh, on Friday, on Friday night, last Friday, it was the 1100th day. They didn't get a win <laughs> at home. So almost four years. Yeah, and BC is heading back to Edmonton on Friday, and that was actually the last team that Edmonton did beat.
3: Wow. In
0: 2019. Yeah. Hey, can you name the BC Lions quarterback when that happened? Mike Riley. Really? Yeah, Riley? Was it was there...
1: Michael Riley, yeah. He, that was his first year back in BC.
0: Was that when the first year BC signed him?
1: Yeah, and they sucked, and they went like 3-13 and 13 or something like that, 3-15. and 15
0: was that absolutely way,
1: ridiculous
0: was that when uh we our head coach was the guy from the Stampeders? what's his name that black guy wore his hat sideways
1: yes yes it was
0: what's his name <laughs> and it was the it was i think he was from ottawa
1: fuck now i can't remember his name but he was only there for the one season that guy was a clown he was a clown yeah i liked <laughs> his energy at the start but like ever since then it, yeah i mean you don't really think of uh people like that anymore considering he was like a one and done. Now you really have me thinking about this, so I'm going to have to look or else I'm going to fucking hate my life. I could have uh, sworn he
0: was the Stamps D coordinator the year they won. Devon the Claybrooks. Camp- yeah. Yeah. No, wow. but Rick Campbell. Rick Campbell. He's, uh, he's
1: definitely made a huge improvement over the last couple of years. Obviously getting Nathan Rourke was a absolute godsend uh this kid probably gonna pursue nfl opportunities next year because he's that good i don't think he'll make it in the nfl but he'll definitely pursue opportunities uh my dad Tanner. my dad likes to compare him to uh russell wilson so jesus (laughs) russell wilson before denver so But that's just over-hyping everything. Um, but yeah, no. So playoffs come uh, in two weeks. If the Lions win against Edmonton uh, this Friday, they will clinch their first home playoff game since 2011, their Grey Cup winning year. Now that Damn. is actually insane. Wow. Because it's been that long since a home playoff game. You're talking about Vancouver teams with droughts? Whew. <laughs> Canucks move over, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, so it's gonna be really exciting, uh, for the last couple of weeks here to see exactly where the great cup playoffs will kind of stem out. But yeah, no, it's uh, gonna be super interesting.
2: Would uh, Nathan Rourke obviously depending on how he played if he was healthy, would he be MOP?
1: Uh, yeah, he's still getting MOP votes, and he only played eight games. <laughs> That's crazy. Good <laughs> but, for him. Well, even actually uh, crazier stat: it took it took Nathan Rourke to be where he was at for passing stats, touchdowns, and yards. Three weeks ago, only Zach colaros like surpassed Nate uh, Nathan Rourke. That's crazy. I didn't know he was that like far ahead. Oh, Tanner, he like you could watch any game this year. Their lines are putting up like 35 plus points a game. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: I think there was like a three or four week period, like four straight weeks. Rourke was beating a record and like every week. Yeah. I mean, like once he set like two weeks ago, he's like, Oh, Nathan Rourke just beat his own like (laughs) record. That's like Steph setting a record for threes and the next game, beating that and setting a new record for threes or some shit. Like he would set a record for like pass yards in a game. And then next year he would beat that.
1: He would beat it. Yeah. Here, Tanner, I'll tell you the first eight games, which was the games that Rourke played. Okay.
3: Okay.
1: Lions score 59 points, 44 points, 34 points, 22 points, 17 against uh, the Tiger Cats, which was uh, crazy. Uh, then 32, 46, 41.
0: What was their record while he was healthy?
1: Uh, seven and one.
0: <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Checks their, out.
1: <laughs> their only loss was to the Blue Bombers uh, at that time. And then, yeah, as soon as, like, he was done, they ended up losing uh, three in a row. But they've turned it around. Uh, they can clinch, like I said, they can clinch second place, get a home playoff game. And you can bet on me being at that home playoff game. <laughs> uh, did you guys happen to see the jerseys that the Lions were wearing?
2: Was not it like the slate gray and the black? gun
1: metal gray? They finally brought back the uniforms of like dreams. I don't know if you guys remember the original uh, Reebok gunmetal gray unis back in like 2013, but they kind of revamped them, made it a little bit more orange so you could see the numbers. but holy shit
2: they should yeah, bring you... back those back and black uniforms
1: oh just just something to switch it up like yeah they haven't had a jersey change in like forever so for the well they have with new jersey uh like tailors and stuff like that but to actually get an alternate back is so amazing
2: yeah hundy
1: <laughs> Denner, did you happen to see them
0: or are
2: you just I'm looking at
1: them right, right now, now. I'm yeah. Looking at
0: a, a currently a picture of Adam Big Hill in the, the old jersey. Oh my god, yeah, that's a that's a while ago. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, Dude, no, that I,
2: guy that guy had an absolute sniffer. He's that's still sn- oh yeah, huge that joke. snout was <laughs> unbelievable.
0: Yeah, he's but imagine imagine him fucking shooting boogers out his nose across <laughs> the fucking O-line, looking at this freak about to come at you.
2: Thing like a look like a half chewed caramel.
0: Yeah, full <laughs> chewed caramel, bud. Uh-huh. Jesus,
1: Ashley going in. <laughs> Hopefully, he uh, does not ever find this clip, or else he—he's uh,
2: meanwhile he could... gets
0: hunted off for blood. Let's put get him as a sh- guest next week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Puts his shoulder into me, and my rib cage is fifty yards <laughs> behind me.
0: Yeah.
1: So like, yeah, please, Adam. Could you please put your helmet back on? <laughs> yeah. With visor.
2: Yeah, for fuck's <laughs> sake, please.
1: No, but uh that's all the CFL talk um I know that you two don't really watch or follow along the most but uh as I'm looking over Buffalo just made it 3-1 against Edmonton which is insane yeah but,
2: my uh, my can I tried putting that game on and my connection <laughs> said mm, no no yeah, so, yeah.
0: I'm Let's gonna talk. watch this goal happen because it's still 2-1 for me yeah <laughs> it's it's a good
1: goal I have to say that um
2: at least dry Settle wasn't on the ice for that
1: yeah facts jesus Christ. oh turnover this must be it breakaway yeah well, as you said turnover i just saw the replay of it so that's how far back you are but uh wrapping up the cfl let's turn it into the nfl and go through week six uh ooh an absolute stinker on thursday night who could have who could have foreseen the future
2: so weird
1: um i think the last couple thursday night games have been uh dog uh i mean actually no yeah just the last two last two have been kind of dog uh which obviously sets a bad week for the whole rest of the week is oh bad thursday night game well can't wait to lose in fantasy
3: yeah
1: so (laughs) yeah commanders and bears probably okay what what game do you guys think was worse Do you guys think the field goal fest or Justin Fields getting praised for barely making a contribution to his team and overthrowing a tight end in the end zone was a better
2: game? I think the... I think the Commanders and Bears was better because you can expect a worse game from them. Could you? So, like... (laughs) No, but like no, you couldn't (laughs) no, no, but like you were expecting a bad game to happen. Whereas like whereas like expecting a barn burner, no, but like, whereas opposed to like the Broncos and Colts, you were expecting for it to be much better than it was, so your expectations were like, Well, fuck, this game sucks. Whereas like the commanders, you weren't surprised if a bad game happened because like they you know what I'm saying? It
1: is Washington and Chicago. Yeah, I agree. So, Tanner, so it's like, what, what did you think of this
0: game? Really, our thought process should not have been that way for the Broncos-Colts game because the Broncos are putting up the least amount of points in the league right now per game. Fair. So we shouldn't have thought that way, but I agree. But I think equal amounts steaming piles of dog shit for these games.
2: Hundy.
1: Hundy, P. Uh, the Giants. Are the Giants for real, guys? I think that is, like, the biggest question going into Week 7. I Like, let me just rattle off a couple of their wins here. And uh, you tell me if they're legit. Because, obviously, they just beat Baltimore. But before that, uh, they beat the Packers. They kind of look like they're shit. They beat the Bears by only a score. They lost to the Cowboys. They beat the Panthers by a field goal. They beat the Titans
3: by one. To start the season. So, are they for real? No. Okay. I
2: think, I just think you can't rely on some of the, meanwhile, like their defense has played well um, in causing turnovers um, and just like massive third down stops. But it's hard to rely on that and Daniel Jones down the stretch, I don't necessarily trust. Um, Saquon's looked great. RB1, maybe. But, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely think they could make noise because, like, the NFC is kind of thin. So I definitely think they can be, like, the Commander's playoff team. With, like, Taylor Heineke kind of thing. Where, like, they might get exposed in playoffs. But But they'll
1: make it
3: fun.
2: Yeah. That's That's kind of my expectation for them.
0: Tanner, how do you feel about them? I mean, just watch them. I like them a lot. I think they're like... I feel like a lot of teams were shitting on them just because they've been so bad in the past, but I feel like they're a solid squad, man. I saw... Oh, sorry. Just like they're running. Saquon's back, full healthy, Mm -hmm. been looking like a freak. Their O-line is sick. They have, like, one of the best O-lines in the league. Which is surprising. Because Bears- I,
1: that, like, Dallas game, it looked like Danny Dimes was just getting fucked in the ass. Like, <laughs> to put it lightly.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, under Dable is their coach, right? Yeah. Yeah, Dable has just got them playing like a whole new style of football. And it's, I mean, it's working. So the Buffalo Bills, uh, old offensive coordinator. I saw a tweet actually. Tell me
1: if you guys think that this is, this might be true. Uh, Somebody said, and I quote, uh, Brian Dable is the best fat guy to happen in New York since Biggie. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that tweet. Immediately started dying laughing because I was like, "Holy fuck, he really is turning back the Giants into a somewhat competitive, competent team." And I'm here for it. You know, the more Saquon does for me, the better.
2: Um, is Tanner frozen for you?
1: I thought he was just being super still, but he yeah, <laughs> I'm like, how did he not laugh at that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I. I su- <laughs>
2: I felt like an idiot because he just wasn't moving a muscle, <laughs> yeah. but it's just the screen's frozen.
1: Yeah, okay, fair enough. We'll continue I'll... the conversation about, like, a different kid.
2: Yeah, I was like, damn, are we just, like, big At dumb morning. idiots? Yeah, is that <laughs> he's just not having a good time? I'm like, dude, just shoot me a message if you're not. Yeah, there he is. He left.
1: Oh, uh, there you go. I was going to make well... the video
2: editing a lot of fun, switching the filters in and uh, 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 out Great.
1: God damn it, Tanner. Just leave it up and leave it as a blank screen.
2: <laughs> yeah seriously
1: uh we'll rattle off a couple of games that don't really involve either of us uh and not prime time um panthers rams
3: uh funny story uh i in my survivor there was three teams or three people left
1: uh it was me my dad and donald all on one team and then two other guys uh one person picked the bucks, one person picked the ramps. Uh we picked the 49ers. <laughs> I've never cheered for Carolina to win a game so hard in my life. And when they were up 10 to 3 or whatever it was, dude, I was like, "Come on.
2: Let's go. TJ,
0: come on. <laughs> like get some <laughs> Holy get some luck happening." Fuck, boys. <laughs> what kind of a laptop doesn't give you a warning when your battery's low? Oh my god.
1: Oh, that's
2: what happened to you.
0: Yeah, I thought you just
1: like heard what I said, uh and just said fuck you and left.
0: <laughs> Can you guys see my video or is it fucked? No, it's uh, still uh still yeah, black screen.
2: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. we're back, Sash. We're back.
1: There
2: yeah, you your your video screen was frozen and we both just thought like you didn't find that joke funny at all. And we were like, <laughs> damn, were we is that our humor that bad? Like he's just not laughing but we thought you were being like incredibly still but your screen was just frozen i was like yeah, okay so we
0: were talking about the giants and how they're for
1: real yeah okay i'll I'll kind of shift it back after after this but yeah so i ended up we ended up losing survivor the guy who picked the rams won, uh and for all i know uh the 49ers and the buccaneers are dead to me uh but yes tanner as i was saying is Brian Dable the best fat guy to happen in New York since Biggie? Holy <laughs> and a half. That was a tweet yeah. I saw, and I just died laughing. And uh I I honestly don't know. I they, love it, uh, they're both big movements right now in New York. So yeah, speaking of New York, uh the Jets. Turn heads and yeah, just fuck. clap the cheese heads, man.
2: Sauce, Sauce Gardner, Gardner. We're yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. Dude. Yeah, I mean the Jets are just they're a f- they're very similar to the Giants, man. They're they're just a fun, exciting team, and a lot of that is to is credit to Flacco filling in for Zach Wilson. He played more than competent, but now Zach Wilson's coming in, he's doing his thing as well. The defense yep. is helping them out a lot. Brees and, Hall
1: looks like a certified
2: stud. Yeah, I was just about to say Brees Hall's starting to get more and more comfortable each week. And even Michael Carter's been doing his um thing as well as like an RB two to come in and every once in a bit. So the yep. Jets, as much as I hate to say it, the Jets are a fun team to watch. And they're one of the teams where they're kind of playing with house money every week. And they they're are, taking yeah. they're taking advantage of it.
0: Yeah. Tanner. I saw a meme and it was like Aaron Rodgers looking all grumpy on the sideline. And then above it was like when Zach Wilson just banged your mom. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh, I, I love just the
1: Zach Wilson memes and just the format of him being a milfucker, You know, I think it's absolutely hilarious because no matter what team he versus and if the jets win, you can always just see that meme come up and it just says, when Zach Wilson banged your mom. Yeah. Always be funny. There's
2: that There's that uh, photo of Zach Wilson sliding into Giselle's DMs, like, what up or something? <laughs>
3: yeah. It's <laughs> a good one.
2: <laughs> and then it has, like, Tom Brady's face on the sideline, like...
1: <laughs> him throwing uh, a tablet or something.
2: Oh, yeah. But, I, that's exactly what it was. It was him throwing yeah. a tablet and it was, like, seeing Giselle's DM filled with Zach Wilson.
1: But, a uh, oh, bigger question are the packers like going packing? like are they going home? Are they not Dude, their you know,
2: highest graded receivers are fucking fullback. <laughs> On a, the lizard isn't is showing up once in a blue moon. Dobbs can't catch, yeah, like just
1: Watson's injured,
2: yeah. I mean, Aaron Jones hasn't um handed in a productive week in like three weeks,
1: yeah. a j. Dylan is lifeless.
2: Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is on his first year of his new deal making like 50 sheets a year and he probably wants to, yeah, I don't even know what, he's severely missing Devontae right now. Yep. And I'm like genuinely worried about the Packers. Um,
0: You know what this this reminds me of? is like Toronto not going and getting a goalie. It's like, Green the Bank Packers, getting receivers. The Packers, ne- yeah, never getting a receiver, man. Like, yeah, we
2: have we have this conversation every year with this team. <laughs> yeah,
0: we literally
1: do. It's I like see Devonta and who else? Now it's like who?
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's just like I saw that they were trying out this undrafted rookie receiver from like Indiana State or something. It's like, why don't you just go out and like <laughs> like the Ravens? Sign just... know. The Ravens just signed Deshaun Jackson. That would have been much better than what they have right now. Yeah. At least at least get like some threat. Like you you got Dobbs who can't who's dropping everything. And Lazard is like a wide receiver three. At least get like something better than that. And Deshaun Watson has had success. He has he's due for like an eighty yard touchdown, like every like three weeks. That's better than what they're turning in right now.
1: Did you just say Deshaun Watson?
2: Uh, yeah, Deshaun Jackson. I meant, but like <laughs> he's due, for like, an, he's due <laughs> for like an he's due for like an eighty yard touchdown every once in a while.
1: I agree. I think for if the Packers want to be contenders, I think they need to sign Odell.
2: Yeah, like, I don't like even they know what need to give for
1: him some sheets.
2: Overpay they, for him, back, you're fine. Like overpay for him. Yeah. We all know that there's no actual cap salary cap in the NFL. You just got to reconstruct None. like Aaron Rodgers is like half his first year to a sign bonus, and you got like cap space right there, and use it for Odell's one year. Agreed. But
1: uh, all right. Moving on to potentially another dead team. Uh, why did the Steelers beat the Bucks, Tanner? Do you have any reason as to why the
0: Steelers uh beat the Bucs? Because the Bucs played like absolute dog shit. <laughs> Could it be Brady's like growing old year? Like huh. is this the final is this the year that he finally hits that wall? I'm never gonna put a time limit on time Brady's career because I've done it before and it's only made me look stupid. <laughs> Fair enough.
2: I mean, Hayden, you did kind of predict at the beginning of the year that this was gonna be the um fall off of Brady, but again.
1: I said I'd still never bet against it, but
2: (laughs) that is true, Um, which is what I'm alluding to as well. Until he legit goes like three years without being in the NFL, I'm never counting him out from like (laughs) having a good year because he's always due to come back. Um, It's just he's the type of quarterback where I feel like he just needs to make playoffs. And then and, yeah, like, he'll do something. And then he'll just like something will come out of him where it's like he's much better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah, I don't know what's happening with the Bucks. I mean, I think their only bright spot right now I've seen is like, Fournette and Mike Evans. Um, Brady hasn't looked his best. Uh, that offensive line is kind of just like kind of suspect right now. It's very hot and cold, but. The defense doesn't look too bad. Um, but like the offense needs to like turn a corner because the defense is like laying it out there, whereas like the offense isn't taking advantage of it.
1: I agree. And honestly, I'm not on I'm not even gonna try and give props to their defense this week. The Bills held the Steelers to three points. Yeah. Like the Bills have a wagon of a defense. The Bucks, like, I get it. Your offense needs to sustain some drives to get your defense off the field, but their defense should have, like, they did kill Trubisky. Uh, rest in peace. Concussion. But they killed Pickett, no? Pickett, 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 yeah, pickett, yeah. pickett. Yeah, my bad.
3: I was like, but they killed Trubisky, Trubisky as well? <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I didn't Trubisky, see that.
1: Man, like, how, how, or is Trubisky just like Tom Brady, like kryptonite there? Because, you know, there was the classic four down Tom Brady against Chicago. Uh, could it just be a Trubisky thing? You know, I don't know.
2: Well, it's um, because Giselle's single, and Trubisky's like, he likes sucking titties, so he's all, (laughs) Trubisky's in his head.
1: (laughs) One of the best tweets I think I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's amazing,
2: man. so good.
1: Uh, But to just rattle off a couple games here.
2: uh, Uh, I mean, Tom Brady um, uh, on the sideline, Reem offensive line. Was what else an, I don't know whether or not it was, like, get your ass in gear or if he was, like, legit scolding them, but the best quote was, like, I didn't uh, leave my <laughs> wife and kids to come back and be losing to Kenny fucking Pickett at half. Yeah. Um, that was one. hilarious, but t- the Bucks will turn it around. They always find a way to do it, so.
1: I mean, I bet on them winning the NFC South, so they have to.
2: Uh, I bet on them winning the NFC. There you go. So wow
1: I did too. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh all right. The Colts somehow defeat Jacksonville. Actually look like a competent team. Alec Pierce. Uh he might be that guy right next to uh Michael Pittman, who also might be that guy. Uh Matt Ryan. Kinda
0: hot. <laughs> or kind of cold. Matty, Matty Ice? Ice. Yeah. Still still throwing those interceptions here and there, you know. Oh, yeah, I man. But Definitely. somehow winning
1: the game on a fucking pass and a half.
2: <laughs> yeah, Matt Ryan is so, like, weird. Like, I'll think he has, like, yo, Matt Ryan's playing like shit. And then he's, like, third in the league in passing. I'm like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's like... he's
1: literally QB1 this week, or QB2 this week. It's in fantasy. It was crazy. Yeah,
2: I don't understand Matt Ryan's career. It's like just when I think he's starting to slow down, he turns in like a couple of good weeks in a row. He's still like some days it looks like he can't, doesn't know how to throw a ball, it looks like he should actually be a lefty. And then other <laughs> weeks he's like airing it out for 400 yards. I don't know with this guy, but I mean, turn in a couple of more of these performances and the Colts are going to be back on track playing yeah, I like agree. how they should.
1: And their defense is just solid too. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. And as soon as Shaq Leonard comes back, it could be it it could be raps. You know, they could actually start finding a groove and rattle off a couple wins and then they'll be sitting atop the AFC South.
3: Yeah.
0: OK, I got one thing. Why is there always a white dude receiver that comes out of nowhere every few years? Right. <laughs> I know, man. Alec
1: Pierce. Like, ah, I really wanted to pick him up at like week three. But I, but I was like, man, the, the Colts just look like ass. <laughs> like, it doesn't look like he's going to do anything. And now Alec Pierce is, you know, beating out Pittman for targets just because he's getting all the number two looks.
2: Like first, it was like Hunter Renfro, like yeah. homie was just like
1: Adam
0: Thielen, yeah, Adam Thielen, yeah.
2: It's like huh? so
0: Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, bro. Yeah, they always come out of nowhere. They sneak up on you. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> And it's always on a different team. It's never, like, back-to-back years,
1: you know? Like, Cooper has been good, but he hasn't been, like,
3: Cooper Not this Cuff. good, yeah. Yeah. No,
1: yeah. no I, I totally agree, Tanner. And the fact that Pierce is a rookie, too, he could be, like, a great dynasty guy. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, fantasy. Pick him up uh, now,
3: boys. I, I missed him. So close yet so far. Um, Jeff, uh, is it Zappy Hour or
1: what? <laughs>
2: The goat of goats, my guy.
1: Dude, is there quarterback controversy? Is this a Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe, Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones situation? Or- oh no. Jesus! Here we go.
2: No, I, I still, <laughs> I still think it's Mac Jones's um backfield. I still think it's his job. Um, it's just this helps um give Mac Jones more time to heal. Um, because high ankle sprains are no joke of an injury. So take your time. Definitely not. Um. Coming back, uh, this just gives us more confidence if something were bad to happen to Mac. um I still think there are some like throws and like things that Zappy can't do as good as Mac Jones, so I still like Jones back there. I trust him a bit more, but I mean zappy's this is huge for him um going forward. If because if he was playing like shit and it's just so hard to be in his position to be a rookie and have to go in this early on. And when like you weren't expecting to like it's different from Mac Jones because there's serious um quarterback, not controversy, but like when he was um, battling Cam Newton, like he won that job, like everyone was saying, yeah. give Mac Jones a year. Cam Cam Newton's gonna start. Mac Jones will be starting by like week seven, probably. But like, let him sit. And then Mac Jones legit just won the job. He was teaching Cam Newton the playbook and shit like that. Yeah. So like, it wasn't a surprise for a first-round pick to be doing that. But no one expect he was third on the depth chart, and like, there's no expectation of him even getting a sniff this year. So for him to jump in right away and like go almost go toe-to-toe with Rodgers, and I know like they're it's like 75-25 running the ball. It doesn't but, matter. But, like, he's still capitalizing on some of the throws. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a little bit, there's some coaching to do with him. Like, he's going to need to develop a lot more. He's nowhere close to, like, um, start. I don't think he's, like, a starting quarterback right now, whereas I still think Mac Jones is. Yeah, Because even, like, slant routes, in routes, um, fades, like, the arm strength isn't there. He underthrows a lot. Balls kind of start to die halfway through there. That was like one of the I was watching Theo Baker on TikTok or whatever, and he was kind of dissecting his play, and the interception that was thrown it was just a little bit low, and it it was kind of part of the cause for the interception. Yeah. So, but I mean, the as much as like I'm nitpicking, there's still a lot of positives to pull away. He's he's winning some games and he's he's throwing touchdown passes he's not just handing it off so um i oh, like definitely. for i like what have seen but i still think it's mac jones's job um this just this good performance just gives him more time to be 100% healthy
0: yeah just, i agree you just got to be fired up as a patriots fan that this guy's actually keeping you guys in games and actually winning you guys games
2: yeah 100% hey, i'm yeah i'm really happy about it and i've never been a fan of brian hoyer Um, (laughs) why is
3: that guy even in the league man
2: like Hoyer's literally just there to like be that Ryan Fitzpatrick like and he's um, not even as good as Fitzpatrick no like I'm not talking about skill just like that old man wisdom on the sidelines would be like Dean what just fucking close your eyes and send it bud or it's like (laughs) you know what I'm saying so I literally think that's only why like I never get like last year I was like Put Jarrett Stidham in instead of Brian Hoyer, or like not yeah. last year, but like Something put him in instead. You know? And, um, meanwhile, Jarrett Stidham isn't the best either, but, um, yeah, I don't know why Brian, he- Brian Hoyer has a job, but yeah, yeah, I'm happy Bailey Zappi is playing as good as he is.
1: Well, there you go, man. All you can ha- ask for is a couple. Unspoken wins where you didn't think it would happen. And that so. catch
2: by Devontae Parker on the sideline was.
0: Chef's kiss. I didn't yeah. start him. So he was fuck doing me. like fucking 360 when he caught that, man.
1: Yeah. I know. Uh, Vikings and the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins are in shambles without Tua. Uh, Skylar Thompson played actually, uh, but the week before he played really well. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater never really in this game for them. Uh, Jalen Waddle has the drops, like a bad case of the drops. Does anyone else notice that too, or is it just me?
2: I didn't catch a lot of this game. I was um, I was in the trenches on Sunday, <laughs> flipping pies. Um, Pizza boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hey, I'm a real boy, bud. Um, so I couldn't catch much of the Dolphins-Vikings game, so I can't really allude to whether or not. Um, Waddle Waddle has the he drops.
1: Was, he was six out of ten, and I know that three of them were really, really bad drops like almost like wide open drops.
2: Oh, no, stuff
1: that he shouldn't be dropping. Let's just say that.
2: That's tough. Yeah, not his fault.
1: Maybe maybe could have <laughs> <laughs> changed the game, you know. But like, uh, Danner, I'll go to you. What are you, what were your thoughts
0: on this game? Did you see any of it at all? I didn't, to be honest, I didn't watch it. But just knowing Waddle's pedigree, I feel like it's just a one-off. He'll shake it off and figure it out, man. It's just one of those things. He's I probably feel like Tua needs to come back for this offense to actually work. Oh, for sure, I agree. What, like a thousand percent? But if they want to, I mean, I I love the Dolphins. Their first couple games of the year with Tua, they look like they look like world them, beaters. Man.
1: Yeah, no, definitely, I I agree. Even the defense is kind of. Taken in a couple of weeks off ever since Tua has been injured, I feel like, and that's just competent, uh, offensive play, maybe not being on the field as much. So, uh, yeah, it, Vikings win. Jefferson looks amazing. Uh, Kirk Cousins, quiet MVP year. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't think he has a chicken-dicks chance of winning the MVP. I don't either, but... (laughs) But, I mean...
1: He would have been a fun long shot.
2: And I think he was, like, the people's favorite long shot this year. I think a lot of people were um, tickling the Kirk Cousins MVP.
1: Maybe it's just a $10 bet on him.
2: Yeah, exactly. A little drop in the bucket there. But he's just, like, too inconsistent. But, I mean, he had a good game um, from what I saw. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's starting to finally look Thielen's way on a consistent basis. Um, it's always slow starts with that connection every single game, but he's starting to find him in the red zone a lot more, which is where Thielen You'll flourishes. you get, like, four
1: receptions on one drive and the touchdown reception, you know?
2: Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, I'm not going to look your way anymore. You've <laughs> yeah. got you your fair your dose. You have your touchdown, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: Cousin's just a man of the people spreading it around oh yeah exactly. and after i don't know if you
1: guys saw after the game too people are just giving him chains to wear and he looks ice out like after every game they win and it is the funniest thing ever i love it
2: have <laughs> you have you heard him on the like mic'd up getting upset on the sideline
1: oh yeah he, d- it he sounds so... like a schoolboy man
2: dang it dang it <laughs> frick man
1: You can't swear at all, Christian (laughs) boy. Friggin' hack, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Phillip Rivers 2.0 over here. (laughs) Seriously. But, uh, yeah, anyways, we'll skip past that game, go to um, heartbreak for me. Uh, I didn't think New Orleans had a chance against the Bengals. It just sucked because we were winning for, like, 85% of the game. It's blue and ball, and then in and then Joe Burrow just decided to try. Like, yeah, and that was the <laughs> worst part. Uh, I would just say it right now: if New Orleans doesn't win against Arizona, I think it might be wraps for the season. Even though we're only one game behind, uh, it's just it's just terrible. It's absolutely terrible. to coaching, the offensive play calling is dry as shit. We're injured to. Fucking God knows who. Uh even on Monday, I already saw Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and Marshawn Lattimore won't be playing. And it's like, well, that's just
2: that's a good. kick. That's a kick in the dick right there. Yeah.
1: And it's like D Hop's coming back for his first game. Uh my only chance is to hope uh about Kyler Murray. And I'll say my last little bit on this. I don't know if you guys watched the New Orleans game. Rashid Shaheed. Uh, what a great name
2: I was about to say name of the year
1: <laughs> name of the year, man. this guy he's so quick, he literally touched the ball once, scored, didn't touch it again like i I don't get that I don't yeah. get that my my biggest issue with this team is how can Dennis Allen shut out Tom Brady in the box last year and then like what what has he done differently? There's no coaching changes, it's just a big headache. Yeah, absolute headache.
2: That's so no. annoying when like you see a case of success from a player in a game, and then they're just never seen again. It's like never it's something's it. clearly working with that player. Like,
1: yeah, and where was Taysom Hill in this game? Like, there yeah, was yeah, no... I picked him up. That's why <laughs> yeah, he didn't do no, anything. There was no Spock Michael Thomas, Taysom Hill, bro, dude. He's so he's so good. I Best pick athlete up. in football, maybe next to Micah Parsons. Like, if you put those two head on, head on. It would be a chess match, man.
2: (laughs) I pick him up for the upside, baby.
1: Yeah, he has major upside. Like, he'll give you, like, that one game. But speaking of Kyler Murray and how bad I hope he just fucking sucks because called it. uh, Tanner, run us through your emotions of being a Geno Smith fan.
0: Honestly, this is, like, I'm in pure bliss after watching the Seahawks this (laughs) year. Cause I, I love,
1: sorry. I love how everyone was doubting Seattle. And I was like, I know they're going to play like the NFC West hard. And this is exactly what I mean.
0: They're like the, uh, the team that no one saw coming, I guess, or everyone wrote off, but you know know what they say? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, it's been a pleasure to watch the Seahawks this year. I mean, coming in i had very 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 low expectations so
2: sometimes that's the best position to be in because like
0: no one's looking at you
2: exactly and like geno smith has still yet to write back
0: and it's even like cherry on top is watching russ suck the absolute dick yep. in denver right now yeah so yep. it's like I'm just like, every Broncos game I watch, I'm like, oh, keep losing, keep losing, because that just means higher draft pick for the Seahawks (laughs) next year.
1: (laughs) No, it's absolutely beautiful to just see Seattle uh, do what Seattle's doing, and Denver continuing to somehow
3: suck.
2: Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize I I picked up Seahawks defense, because I just like, I'm... I don't trust Arizona right now. I didn't realize they got me 20 points. I didn't pay atten- yeah. a lot of attention to my dynasty team, especially the Seahawks defense I was looking at now. Picked them up at the right time. They had their best week.
1: I I think this might be one of the best takes I ever had. But Kyler Murray, man, like what what is he what is he not doing or what is he doing other than dressing up like Hillary Clinton before games? You know? <laughs>
3: yeah oh, I don't know I man. saw that picture of him. And oh, like yeah, it was text. terrible. It was terrible, yeah. it was like, so bad i I will die on this hill when I say he is like a great athlete
1: never never won him as my starting quarterback. you know
0: I think it's gonna turn around once d hops back to. I feel like he needs that guy that he just can rely on, and he hasn't had that up to this point. It's kind of sort of been Zach Ertz up to this point, I would say. I mean, but Hollywood now,
1: had 14 receptions two weeks ago, didn't he?
0: Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I just feel like D-Hop is a whole nother level, man.
1: That's
0: fair. And, I mean, hey, we'll
1: see it on Thursday night. We'll see exactly uh, what it's going
3: to be like. I, I I do think it will be better. But how much better is the question, you know? Yeah,
2: I think I think he can he's probably what like in the lower half quarterbacks right now.
1: He's only I, good right now because of his rushing upside.
2: I I still think that he can turn around to be one of the, like 12 just outside top 10 quarterback, I think, um because things just might not be clicking right now. And I mean, who knows? Like, Robbie Anderson's just going to Arizona now. And <laughs> that guy, that guy's a legit fucking head case. But like, he's got like a really high ceiling, but like a very low floor. Very and, low floor. and he's typically been around the floor most, but like, he does have upside that might be able to help him out. Um, and Marquise Brown, his injury was looked at to be season ending, but now he should only be out about like six weeks. So like tail end of the season, he'll be back. But I think, um, the Robbie Anderson, uh, D hop kind of how they, um, contrast with each other. I think it might help him out a bit more stretch the field about, uh, stretch the field more. So I expect Kyler Murray to pick up his performance, but something about AZ, like as a whole, I don't see much changing with them, but I just see I might see more um offensive production.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're they're play calling and games to watch because I've watched a few of their games and, and it's just felt kind of boring and super vanilla, if you know what I mean. But oh yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. No, they've made the RPO a very boring play.
1: <laughs> which is very hard to do yeah uh but okay I, i'm gonna save two games
0: uh because fuck one thing oh, before yeah, we yeah. move on um i want to talk about one more seahawks thing if you oh, guys yeah. haven't watched this kid yet Tariq woolen cornerback for the seahawks lighting guy up. is lighting it up four interceptions oh, yeah. in four straight games he's looking like an absolute freak richard sherman 2.0 calling right now let's go
1: I mean, Ooh. even even Sherman like uh, posted about his stats, and he even said like, "Do better than me," you know, like keep going. So it's it's awesome to see woolen Is
3: just... this and isn't like he,
1: wasn't he a wide receiver
0: too? Yep, wide receiver yeah. converted to cornerback out of college. Yeah. There you go. This
2: isn't a, a... this isn't like a Trevon Diggs thing, right? Like, is he like is he nasty in coverage Lockdown. or is he? Dude, like, he's got like,
0: spaghetti noodles for arms, man. You should see this guy.
2: Because like I, I've I've caught a couple of his highlights, but like is it like he's given up like a thousand yards, but he has the interceptions. Like is he actually yeah. locked down and like jumping on routes and stuff like that? Like he's actually nasty.
0: And he plays clean too, man. He's not like borderline. Like he doesn't. Like, pull, he doesn't talk. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. actually he's a he's a very good corner. I think the wide is he,
2: receiver to cornerback. Like it helps him a ton because he he knows what they're trying to do. You want to
0: know what he ran at the combine on his forty? Uh
2: four, four three. Four fourth. Oh that's, fuck you, yeah, that was my guess. <laughs> I'll guess um four three six.
0: Four two eight, bro. Boom. Oh <laughs> my god.
2: That boy fast.
0: Yeah, he's
1: a freak. Man. Jesus. Yeah, wheels. No, he's uh, absolutely lighting it up. And thank you, Tanner, for saying that because yeah, I did see that tweet about Sherman, but I forgot about
0: it all good man I'm mean. yeah
1: seahawks looking like a all looking right, you can go good. now bud <laughs> um but like i said gonna save these uh last two games for uh the last two but so we're gonna talk about the monday night football game because oh my god imagine needing two points for mike williams to win your league or to win your week and he doesn't get two points
2: dude i needed <laughs> to happened to
1: you no, it didn't. I actually needed him to not do anything, and he didn't do anything. Oh, okay. Well,
2: that's love it. Yeah, I needed ten points from Herbert and Mike Williams, and I didn't get it. Uh. <laughs> I got five point eight from Herbert and point eight from Mike Williams. Oh my
0: god, dude! I actually would quit fantasy football. <laughs> yeah.
2: I literally needed getting it
1: from Herbert. Is terrible.
2: Yeah, I know. He oh. threw the most completions without throwing a touchdown pass in NFL history. He threw threw the ball fifty-seven times and didn't throw a touchdown.
1: That's crazy.
2: Like something has to be wrong with him, right?
1: I think it's I think it's coaching. Fuck! I know the Chargers are four and two, but if the Chargers keep playing like this, uh, they will definitely be cha- trading for Sean Payton because. They need they need a co uh, they need like a quarterback whisperer. They need an offensive mind. Brandon Staley, man, like he's a great defensive coordinator, but he's holding him back. Yeah, I, I think it's like co- coaching and play
3: calling right now, very very subpar.
2: Yeah, I I lost by I lost by less than four, and I got five point eight from Herbert and point eight from Mike one point Will- seven from Mike Williams. My apologies.
0: Huh. yeah you're probably just like going in after sunday like oh this is a lock oh, <laughs> Man.
2: dude Kerry,
0: high dude. fives all around
2: yo carrie it was uh he texted me because i was playing against him he was like i usually don't cheer for them but i hope the broncos dismantle your boys and they fucking did i was like no shot that actually happens
1: i'll give you guys a little scenario here i had melvin gordon in this in this same one, I had Melvin Gordon going up against Mike Boone and Mike Williams. I can't believe i they needed they needed to outscore Melvin Gordon by whatever he got by at least seven, and they would have won. <laughs> I won by I won by seven points because they didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't all
0: of them put up like no points
1: I don't think they combined for over three and a half points.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like Mike, Mike Boone had like 0. 0.8. Melvin had what? Like maybe, 0.8. Yeah. Yeah. No,
2: I had, so I had Aaron, I had Aaron Jones who got 4.4 4, Clyde who got 3.3 3, and Mike Williams who got 1.7.
0: That's uh, just tough. Especially all like there's three, of your first time. five picks in the draft.
2: Like <laughs> fuck right off, man.
0: Jesus Christ. It is what it is. But uh,
1: yeah, I, i don't know about you guys but i think melvin gordon probably requests a trade after being shown the absolute dickening latavius murray literally was signed a a week and a half ago didn't play last week and got more touches like yeah murray looks good but like melvin gordon he he's been so productive like yeah he's fumbling but like you got to make it 1A, 1B. You can't just sit, give him the shaft and be like, yeah, good luck.
2: The fact that Melvin Gordon was taking touches away from Javante Williams, but Latavius yeah. Murray is out-touching Melvin Gordon is, one, is some of the dumbest coaching I've ever seen.
0: That's fucking retarded. Why did they even sign this guy in the first place, man? man? Right? No, it's it's terrible. I I can't believe it. Uh, Broncos
1: are falling apart as we see it, and they haven't even started, so I love it. Um the Eagles and the Cowboys Sunday night football was anyone scared that the Eagles were going to lose?
3: No,
0: <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> not to Cooper no. rush. Even though no. Cooper rush has been kind of
2: good. Dude. The fact that anyone thought that there was any sort of quarterback controversy in Dallas is dumb. I don't care how good Cooper rush is playing. Da- that adds Dax.
1: It's Dax's position.
2: Because Cooper Rush's best isn't Dak's average, in my opinion. I agree. And, and that's
1: that's what he looked like.
2: Yeah. Like Cooper Rush is just like a gingered garoppolo, in my opinion. <laughs> but like I uh, think Gar- that's,
0: a, that's a solid comparison, Jeff. Good job.
2: <laughs> is that sarcasm?
0: No, I like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. I couldn't tell there. Like, I just think they're the exact same. Like They were playing good enough to win games, but they weren't standing out to, like, have anyone trust them.
1: I agree. Uh, My one note on this game, uh, or two notes, I should say. I love
3: A.J. Brown. Uh, He's so good. Playing up to his contract? Uh, Yes. And sadness. C.J.
1: Gardner-Johnson has more picks in one game than the Saints do all season.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That hurts oh my and god did the, and did the saints trade him or did he leave they free traded agency? him Oof. they
1: drafted him in the fourth round in 2019 and they traded him for a fifth and a conditional sixth. why because we thought we had so much depth and then three injuries to our uh to our safeties and corners and we're fucked <laughs> but good <laughs> news Dude, if you're
2: trading something because you have too much depth, get something better than a fifth and a sixth. Yeah, right. Like that's the dumbest thing ever.
1: This was my issue. Why didn't they hold on to him until the deadline if they were going to trade him? Like he still has to play. He still had to. It was a whole contract dispute. He wanted to be paid like a safety, but he's only playing. He was only playing nickel corner, and they the difference is like six mil. But it's like he's such a good presence in New Orleans keep him until the deadline and then get him for like a second or like a third. Like he's yeah. clearly upped his value from a fourth round pick just because of the type of shit like he goes through, you know? And yeah. he's proving it. The Eagles got an absolute steal. Howie Roseman fucked Mickey Loomis.
2: And the <laughs> <laughs> And they got James Bradbury, too who's he was tearing oh. it up on the Giants not too long ago and got waived and now yep. He's tearing it up there, like he, yep. Eagles was not so
0: bad though, because Bradbury was getting lit when he was on the Giants,
2: and that like that's totally fair. But like they still got a, him at a bargain as well, right? And for sure, he Goodbye, was at least
0: a bright spot in
1: the Giants' shitty defense. Yeah, for the past three or four years, I'd say.
2: And like Slay is, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Eagles are. I think they're legit this year. I do and too. It's not just like they're not fraudulent they're not under. the
1: pittsburgh 11 and 0 team
2: yeah 100 yeah. percent. like this team is actually like they could make some noise in the playoffs
1: i agree tanner any notes on this game
0: no actually it was unfortunately i was unable to watch it i had hockey that night but ah. um i really do like what i've seen from the eagles i just feel like they got everything going on kind of jalen hurts rookie contract got yep. the receivers finally Defense running play good. Yeah, running backs. Actually, I was very surprised with their running backs this year. Sanders yeah. is Miles turning Sanders. it
2: around. He's it was a tough down year last year for him, but he's fucking shoving it in he's... everyone's faces this year.
0: Oh, yeah. And even like he was coming in this year injured, you're like, oh, here we go again. Miles Sanders, but yeah, he's uh he's playing solid.
2: And uh I just want to give one RIP to um guest of the show, Tyler Goff. With um ten minutes left in the fourth, he needed one yard from Pollard and he didn't get it. So um R.I.P. Total yard.
3: Was it PPR?
2: Uh no, it was uh it was for a parlay.
3: Oh oh
2: <laughs> Yeah. So um rest in peace, Tyler Goff, because oh, I wanted god. to cry for him. Yeah, it was oh, bad. Oh my god. That's awful. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah, especially right. how he's been running. Like, Cowboys uh, kept, yeah, Cowboys kept like doing so bad. Kept throwing Zeke out there because they needed to throw the ball. But like he and like I think Pollard got targeted twice in that ten minutes, and they were both incomplete passes batted down by the defense. Rest
1: in pepperonis.
2: Yeah, so it was tough. It was tough. It was tough.
1: Man, well, now for the probably what was the game of the week? Uh, Bills and Chiefs uh definitely did not end the way I thought it would I yeah. thought the Chiefs would be gifted penalty after penalty uh the way that way uh the way that game was refed. uh I thought the Bills if they built if the Bills lost I thought they were just screwed out of a win because they missed a clear tripping on Chris
2: that Jones. was bullshit that Absolutely was bullshit
1: bullshit man and then they also missed a, a very clear penalty on the next play, like a block in the back from the Chiefs on one of the Bills players. Yeah, I didn't literally see that sent one. him, literally sent him flying out of the screen. <laughs> Absolutely absurd. But Patrick Mahomes choked in a time where I've never seen him choke, and he threw a he threw a game losing interception.
2: Yo, that pick was so bad.
1: It was it was terrible. <laughs> it it was bad, but you know it. Uh... That was a that was a great game. Josh Allen clear
2: throw. cut Josh Allen clear cut MVP front runner now.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, that post that I made just flush it down the toilet. It's Josh Allen time baby. Yeah. <laughs> the hurdle that he had too almost dating back to exactly a year. Man, this guy's yeah. magical. Tanner, I don't know if you uh who do you like more? Mahomes or Allen? Oh, Allen for sure. Yeah, okay. Fuck Mahomes just cuz his little brother. <laughs> I haven't seen Jackson Mahomes this year. It's been so nice. God, not dancing on Sean Taylor's grave.
2: Yo, I think I I saw the stat. It was um, Patrick Mahomes touchdown passes leading the league. Fourth in the league was Patrick Mahomes touchdown passes in the ten like in like that's insane. inside the tent so like a lot of his are like four yards touchdown passes to kelsey, I mean kelsey or something yeah like that.
1: kelsey did have four touchdowns and 25 receiving yards last yeah. week so that was wild that was absolutely insane
2: <laughs> so like josh allen i think he is having the far better year um he's yeah i mean like how many 80 yard touchdown passes does he have this year like four
1: something like that yeah
2: and three of them are to Gabe Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Some shit. I don't even know, but all of them might be to Gabe Davis. But maybe. Yeah, Allen is hanging his nuts on the table right now.
1: Oh yeah, it, it was so good to see. I can't believe. Um, well, no, maybe I can. He he was he definitely wasn't good his first couple of years uh, in the NFL, but it was all raw talent, and he completely bet on himself. I've said it countless times. I love this guy's story. He's he's gonna be great for the city of Buffalo. And God damn it, I wish he was my quarterback.
2: Yeah, yeah, guys. There's a small, uh, there's a small little spider right here. Should I let it? See if I get Spider Man here. Should I get bit here, real quick. Cringe.
3: Huh? Put it on your eye. Let it bite your eyeball. See it
1: happens. Let your oh. eye turn a different color.
2: I just touched what I touched the po- uh, postcard that it was on, and now it's disappeared.
1: Magical spider. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any notes from this game from you, Tanner?
0: <laughs> I only caught the tail end of it, but um, I did end up seeing the pick at the end of the game by Mahomes. Oh yeah. Um, not the worst pick I've ever seen. I mean, it was. I thought it was a pretty good play by the defender jump right? It
1: seemed like it was pretty bad, right?
0: I mean, I feel like Mahomes plays on that kind of like. Risky, borderline, fucking sidearm, fucking trying to make a play twenty four seven type shit. So maybe I feel it's like odd that, that
1: it wasn't completed
0: then. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. feel like it's more just like what you expect from Mahomes is like he pulls a fucking rabbit out of his ass or whatever, and then. Mm-hmm. But I one just of think those times where.
2: Yeah, I, don't know, I just think it was different because that play wasn't going anywhere if he did catch it.
0: True, it was only yeah. like back to line of scrimmage type shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, like he would have got
0: two timeouts too as well.
2: Yeah, he would have got eaten up, so I would have just like tossed it into the fucking fans. Yeah. Anything. Or just like slid and then call the timeout or something because he could have ran for more yards than what the reception would have been.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's the, that's the game you play if you play like Mahomes, right?
2: Yeah. Very true. So it makes him great, but it's what makes him look dumb.
1: Sometimes, you know? yep. But anyways, that was week six. Um I know this episode's kind of run a little bit long so we won't really stick on any topics. Uh I will just preview our three teams just to run it by. Um Saints Cardinals, like I said earlier, the Saints don't win. I'm kind of wrapping it up for the season and focusing on fantasy football. Uh how has it been 6 weeks and Alvin Kamara still doesn't have a touchdown? I don't know. Uh but he's been he's been running like the best of his life he's had like back-to-back 95 plus yard rushing games and uh back-to-back like six reception games so he's 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 doing good and he just needs to score like as soon as he scores I will be the happiest motherfucker ever to live uh so yeah that's how I'm feeling about Thursday night Tanner Seahawks Chargers in LA do you have hope
0: Just, just a tough game
2: I
1: it's think very the Seahawks tough can win this game, especially seeing as how the Chargers played the Broncos.
2: Yeah, but, I, th- I think that's, like, the only chance I give Seattle is because of how the Chargers have been playing. I mean, like, Geno Smith has been dealing, but I think Chargers are, like, on paper, they should win this game. But, I mean, Seahawks are playing hot, and the Chargers are playing cold, so anything could happen.
0: I don't like the mix of... Okay, Seattle's defense played good last week, but they've been getting up a shit ton of points the weeks before that. And the Chargers' offense is for real, so I feel like it. Hate to say it, but it could be one of those weeks where it's a, it's an absolute shootout, and I feel like the Chargers probably could put up a lot of points against the Seahawks. Like Denver's right. De- Denver's defense is no slouch, and they played great against the Chargers. And the I mean the Seahawks defense is nowhere near Denver's defense, so
3: I know what you mean. they, are yeah, that's fair uh, Jeff, your pats uh host Monday nighter
1: host the bears Wow They're like uh, is it just me or has has the like prime time games, games
2: been complete arse
1: ass man
2: <laughs> yeah, this isn't going to be the most exciting. If the Patriots um, game, don't win
1: by, like, 12 points, I, I don't want to
2: watch. I think this might be the game that where they put up their most points this year. Um, I know they put up 29 against Detroit. One of them was come from the defense. Yes. Um, But I think it could be, like, similar to the Lions. Um, I, I might I don't bet think, this
1: game to be, like, Pats minus 12.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think the Pats are going to shut them out. I think they might get – but I don't think the Bears are going to do anything crazy, Um, but I think the Patriots will um, handle this game pretty convincingly.
0: Jeff or uh, Hayden, if you think it's Pats minus 12, you should bet on the Pats because it's Pats minus 8 right now.
3: Ooh.
2: That's (laughs) the line right now?
0: Yeah, minus 8.
2: Jesus.
0: Guess what the the over-under is. I
2: don't know, like 29?
0: 36. 36. That's so low, man. It's 39.5. I mean, hey, it could have <laughs> been.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like...
2: What was the over under for um, not Pat Steelers? It was like the week after. The
1: Brown Steelers? Third, it was 36 and a half.
2: Or no, the Browns Patriots. Well, didn't we go over a Hayden? I thought like, it was
1: Browns. Okay, well, whatever it was, I know there was one that was 36 and a half.
2: Yeah. I thought there was one that was like... Don't high. even
1: bother turning that game on.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: It was Brown Steelers. It was week three, Thursday night football. Okay. Yeah. And they actually did go over. So, it was... They scored 46 points. All right. Ah. Right, 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 right. Thanks, that guy. Yeah, I'm right here. We got you.
2: Stack guy hit.
1: But uh, yeah, Jeff, I'll hand it off back to you, my guy.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think um the Patriots' defense is going to have a field day on Monday night. I mean, Jack Jones has been playing lights. Um, uh, Bailey Zappi's been, um, he's been managing the games well. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's been running the hell out of the ball and. I just like every part of our team better. It's not great. It's just better. Um, Justin Fields just passed Mac Jones in passing yards, and Mac Jones has been hurt for like three weeks, two or three weeks. So I don't know. I just don't see a lot out of the Bears that can beat the Patriots this week, and it just makes me confident in them. But yeah, I'd probably go bet the Patriots Alternative line 13 and a half, some shit like that. <laughs> and the under, maybe, but yeah, it's kind of what I got.
0: I agree, Jeff. I think uh the Bears are in absolute fucking shambles right now. So <laughs> anytime you can bet against them, bet against them.
3: Yeah. Agreed. So that about wraps it up for uh Sweet. NFL talk. Fucking
2: rights. Um Tanner, you got anything to plug?
0: No, not really, man. Tariq Willen. Plug it.
2: <laughs> plug it. Love it. Hey, where can the people find you?
0: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Tanneric, or you can follow me on Twitter at Tanneric. Pretty simple.
2: Pretty simple. Hey,
0: guy.
1: You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hayden underscore Barton. And uh at, on TikTok at Bart.
3: <laughs> at Bart. Just
1: Bart, eh? Just Bart. How'd you even get that handle? I don't know, man. Uh, I I just got it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I saw like Jeff. I saw Jeff tag me like on a on um, TikTok, and I was like, "It's just Bart. That's sick."
2: <laughs> I think it's Sweet. like Bart thirteen or something like that.
1: Yeah, but it didn't show up as Bart thirteen. That's why I was like, "Oh, cool."
2: Weird. Yeah. Um. You can follow me on Instagram at jevandotlefave on Twitter at jevandotlefave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at leftsideheavy underscore um my school has been absolutely showing me the 50 states so posting has been slowing down but i'm going to try and be better with that this week um you can catch us on the youtube uh left side heavy subscribe rate do everything do all that kind of stuff anywhere you get the podcast really helps grow the show tanner thanks again buddy for coming on it's always an absolute time having you on despite the troubles of your laptop dying and Uh, audio troubles to kick it off but we figured it out we got there we got where we needed to be um yeah folks thanks for listening we'll see you guys next week um basically doing the same shit so peace out and thanks for listening